Welcome to the Binge on This podcast, a podcast that you can safely binge and actually lose weight with Michelle Hasty Thompson. Hey there, today we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Every year we reflect on our previous year and make all sorts of commitments about what's going to come the following year, but very rarely do these January commitments become part of our lives forever. There are many flaws in this strategy, and it's time we do it differently, which is why I want to talk about that today. But before I do, I want to thank you so much for showing up and tuning in. This podcast is inspired by you, and there's nothing more important to me than you walking away with permission to be more of yourself, including having your ideal body. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Nothing makes me happier than knowing you're picking up what I'm putting out. Also, send any questions or topic ideas to info at totalbody.com healthsolutions.com or send me a DM on Instagram at Total Body Health Solutions. So I've never written a New Year's resolution in my life. I never gave much thought to this before, but I actually think this might be kind of rare. Why do we write resolutions on January 1st? What is it about the end of one year and the beginning of the next that prompts us to beat ourselves up and vow to be better individuals? Shouldn't we just vow to be the best us every day? So I want to dive deeper into this topic as the majority of our country does partake in this tradition every year. I've always thought if you want to change something or are unhappy in some area, you should change it. Not only should you change it, but you should change it kind of the minute you think about it. We're so guilty of prolonging our ultimate happiness. How many people say they're miserable at their jobs but make no effort to change it? Diet and exercise creates procrastination. For example, the diet starts Monday, or I'll start going to the gym next week, or next week I'll stop eating fast food. There's just some examples of how we prolong our own happiness. If you want to do something for the better, but you don't want to do it until next week or month or year, maybe it's not the right thing to be doing at all. So let's elaborate. If every year you vow to lose weight, and every year you quit after a month, maybe that's not the right change. Ask yourself, what sounds like something you want to do today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life? If going to the gym is not something you want to do today, why are you forcing yourself to do it next week? What if instead of saying, I want to lose weight, you say, I want to gain life? How does one gain life, you ask? Well, it all depends on the individual. For me, Gaining life meant never counting another calorie or not allowing myself to have that higher calorie beer when I wanted one. I decided I will eat whatever I want, whenever I want, and that was that. And that was really worked for me and weight loss happened. Now, for some of you, you might find that the opposite happens. And so that's why I have so many other trainings to help you if that's not the immediate response to eating whatever you want, whenever you want. But this New Year's, I encourage you to make one last resolution. I will never again make another New Year's resolution. Take time figuring out what would make you happy today and how you could reach that goal today. If you feel stressed or anxiety or punished or anything negative, then it's probably not the right path or solution. However, you owe it to yourself to figure out what is. Now, I know it's easy to say, if you want something, just do it. Like It's easy for me to say, if you don't like something, just make an effort to change it. I get that, and I hear that, and I know human motivations. I know human behaviors. I know psychology. I get it. I know it's not that simple. However, 
the if we just keep prolonging it and saying, well, I will do that. I just have to wait until the new year or until Monday or until I don't have this on my plate or until things get easier over there. That's what I really want you to start looking at because that's the dysfunctional strategy here. It's not that I think everybody on the planet should just have an idea and act upon it because I understand that that's probably rare. It is a quality that I have and it gets me in trouble as much as it helps me. Trust me. I have ideas. I have a lot of ideas and I act on them quickly and it a lot of times is too quickly. So you don't need to necessarily take a page out of my book. However, how it has served me is that I don't procrastinate things because I would rather just act on it and see what happens as opposed to sitting around and wondering if anything's ever going to change. That's my version of a nightmare where I realize for a lot of people acting on something and having it fail or go wrong is their nightmare. So we all have our own nightmares. Now, what I'd like you to really do is start to take a look at yourself and ask yourself, what is it that I really, really want? Because like I said earlier, you may not want to lose weight as much as you want to gain life. And when you ask yourself the question of how does one gain life, you get a very different answer than how does one lose weight? Because when you ask yourself, how, do I, how does one lose weight? You have a bunch of canned responses ready and available to choose from you know, eat differently, move differently, think differently, whatever. But when you ask yourself, how do I gain life? Now you have to actually critically think and problem solve for yourself specifically because there is no general response. There is no general, you do this to gain life, right? You have to think about that for yourself and say, how do I gain life? How does that work for me in my situation? Where are things not working in my life? And that's where you're actually going to get all the answers you need for weight loss as well. So screw New Year's resolutions. Screw the Diet Starts Monday. Every time you hear yourself beat yourself up for not having done enough or needing to do more or even feeling inspired by the act of doing more, pause and really check in with yourself. This is a more feminine approach to taking action. See, a masculine approach to taking action, which is what I'm naturally inclined to do and trying very diff- very hard to change, is to, what do they say? Fire, fire, aim, trigger. What is that thing? It's supposed to be aim, fire. I don't know. Whatever it is, I don't aim, I don't pause, I just fire. <laughs> so whatever that, that answer would be is me. And that gets me in a lot of trouble. Ready, aim, fire. There we go. So most people say, ready, aim, fire. I am ready, fire, aim, (laughs) very much so. Um, And I really want you to start to take the more feminine approach, which is where before taking action, before even making a decision to act upon something or even looking for solutions for something, pause, check in, you know, maybe even put your hand on, uh, one hand on your belly, one hand on your heart, which would be connecting to your heart and your womb, and saying, what is it that I really want? What would this really feel like to have everything that I would want? Where do I want to really put my energy and attention? Do I really want to put my energy and attention on counting my carbs? Do I really want to put my energy and attention on how many miles I'm running every week? Or would I rather put my attention to connecting to myself, to feeling more embodied, to feeling more grounded, to feeling more safe and secure, to feeling more love? What is it that you really, really want? And how can you connect to that so deeply 
that you disconnect from all the sort of jargon out there about what people typically do to achieve the goals they want to achieve. Instead of New Year's resolutions, every day check in with yourself and figure out what you want and need. And you don't have to act on it immediately because like I said, that's not everyone's MO. It's mine and it doesn't need to be everybody else's. But what could potentially help you is that stagnancy or staying the, name, staying the same is more of a nightmare to me than taking action and, and having a failure or falling or making a mistake. I do that just about every day. So, you know, if you've been following me for any number of years, you'll notice that that happens a lot. And in fact, one of the things I'm changing this year is implementing a buffer between my ideas and my implementation. That buffer happens to be my husband, who's very happy to take on that role. Trust me. <laughs> it's probably going to save him a lot of money <laughs> because I tend to just, like I said, uh, ready, fire, aim. So I need to put a buffer in place. But for most of my clients, that's not necessarily the case. What they really need to do is just start taking action in ways that feel good to them without really even knowing what it's leading to, like without thinking it through so much, without having to have all the answers, without having all their ducks in a row, just saying, you know, I really feel inclined to X. And so before I even understand why necessarily, or what that's going to look like, or what it's going to take, or what it's going to entail, let me just do it and see what happens. And for example, maybe you just feel inclined to try a different kind of yoga class or yoga altogether. And you don't have to sit there and go, well, is that going to help me lose weight? Is that going to help me do this? Is that going to get in the way of this? Like if you have an intention or desire, I am asking you just to start, just to try it. And you always have the ability to change your response. You always have the ability to say, no, that wasn't it. You always have the ability to say bad choice, bad decision. But I'd rather you be making mistakes than staying the same or staying still or getting worse. So is it as easy as saying, have an idea, act upon it, and just do it? What's the problem? Aren't you motivated enough? Don't you care enough? Don't you want it bad enough? Forget all of that. Ask yourself what feels really good to you to do. Act on it without really knowing all of the answers, all of the intricacies of it, and be prepared to make adjustments. And I promise you that you'll have a much better result than doing it the way you're used to doing it or the way the rest of the world does it, which is to procrastinate, to have it all thought through, to look for the best possible time to do it, to be afraid of making mistakes or failing. And all of that gets us a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of repetitiveness, actually, a lot of cycling through the same stuff over and over again. So let's do it different this year. Who's with me? If you've been enjoying this podcast, I want to invite you over to Facebook and Instagram world because I am very active on those two platforms. You can come DM me and introduce yourself and tell me what questions you have or what you're getting from each episode. You can just stay on my pages so that you can get those free trainings when I go live every single month teaching content on weight and food and movement and everything in between. And that way you get even deeper lessons, deeper content, deeper work on all the topics we talk about here on the podcast. Podcast. So join me over at Total Body Health Solutions on Facebook and on Instagram for more information, more content, and more connection with me because I would love to hear from you. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe and let your friends know about this podcast. Share the wealth, all right? I'll see you next time.